Hello, I'm Sean. Welcome to Wellspring Baptist Church Podcast. We're glad that you're listening today. For more information on all that's happening at Wellspring, please visit our website at www.wellspringbaptistchurch.org. I hope this message is a blessing to you. The Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 20 and verse 12, Honor thy father and thy mother that the days may be long on the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. So the fifth commandment here. And so the Bible tells us to honor to whom honor is due. That's what the scripture tells us, right? Um, Jesus repeated this in Matthew chapter 19, where he said, Honor thy father and thy mother. In Ephesians, the Apostle Paul said the same thing, Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. That's what the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 6, that it may be well with thee, and that thou mayest live long on the earth. So this is an important thing in the Scripture. The Bible tells us that we are to honor our mother and father. In this day and every day, we want to honor our mothers, right? Um, this is a, this is a God given position of honor, right? Uh, to be a mother is a God given position of honor. The Bible also says, as a side note in 1 Peter 3 7, uh, giving honor unto the wife. So uh, get, get a double honor here as a mother and as a wife. The Bible is clear and teaches us that it's God that creates vessels. And of course, when we think of a vessel, we think of our, our body, who we are. The Bible says that it's God that creates vessels unto honor. That's what the Scripture says. And so this position of a mother is a God-given position of honor. Uh, The Bible tells us that children are from the Lord. He says in Psalms 127.3, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is His reward. So, I'm going to say it again. Mothers are created by God for honor. For honor. That means high esteem, right? Uh, respect. Reverence. And the mothers in here right now are saying, what? High esteem, respect? <laughs> Have you seen my kids lately? Uh, I don't know if this is... Yes, yes. God created you for honor, and then He commands your children to do that. The reason why He commands it so many times in the Scripture for children to honor their mother all the way through is because Jesus Himself knows that uh, He said this, He said, it is uh, a prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and in his own kin and in his own house. So Jesus said, yeah, that's why I'm telling your children, that's why I'm telling the kids to honor their mother. Why? Because sometimes we can take advantage of it, uh, our mother, especially uh, when we're in the house and uh, of their own kin and all those things. So today and every day we want to follow the Scripture 
and be in honoring our mothers and honoring our mothers. So at this moment, I would ask all the all the mothers uh, to stand, please. All the mothers to stand as we honor them. Amen. Let's give them a hand. Let me go ahead and stay standing. Stay standing. Stay standing. I want to pray. We want to pray right now. Stay standing. Dear Heavenly Father God, uh, as we uh, read Your Word and You tell us that uh, You have created our mothers uh, for a position of honor, God, today we honor our mothers and honor the, the ladies in our life that give us so much care and love. And God, we want to thank You for each and every uh, mother here uh, this morning. God, how You've uh, blessed us with uh, such great ladies. And Lord, I want to thank You for my mother and uh, the blessing that she has always been in my life. I want to thank you for Rebecca um, and the blessing that she is to our children and to me. God, I ask you that you continue to bless them and fill them with your Holy Spirit, Lord, for uh, the, the, uh, the great and honorable task that you've given them to, to uh, help us as uh, children <laughs> and the children that you've given. God, I pray that you just bless them every day in their lives and the work that they do and the love that they give, care that they give. Lord, we love you and thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stay standing. as uh, We have a little gift Chad's going to give every one of the mothers. And uh, just as a, uh, a token of our appreciation, and uh, we are thankful, thankful. It was... It was my mom that uh, uh, led, led me to Christ. I prayed with my mom when I was just a little child, uh, five years old, and accepted Christ as my Savior. So, <laughs> All right, kids, you can go to Sunday school now. Uh, take your Bibles, turn to Second Kings. Second Kings, chapter four. Second Kings, chapter four. The high, the high calling uh, of a mother. As we've already seen, God given position of honor. And uh, as mothers uh, give themselves for their children from the time of birth and kind of uh, continues, you know, all the way through uh, for children, we ourselves are, you know, Rebecca and I are more in the stage of, with little children. So I understand that a little bit more that. Um, you know, as a mother with little children, you cannot any longer wake up the way that you want to wake up. I mean, you can set your alarm for early and think, well, that would be nice that this is the time that I wake up. But no matter how early it seems like that the alarm is set, our children wake up before the alarm. And this is typically what you would hear. Mom! 
you know, from the hallway. Now, if you leave the door unlocked, the bedroom door unlocked, then you're going to wake up to them right here in your face, right? <laughs> right? Like right there. Um, and then if you do lock the door and decide that you just want to ignore them, what you can do, but you can't have any peace because you know that the house could be totally ransacked, Right? And it's not on, they're not doing it on purpose, right? They're not going down there and trying to vandalize the house uh, vengefully. But uh, if you've ever watched a two-year-old or a four-year-old uh, pour their own milk, uh, they, can, they can wreak havoc in the kitchen uh, just, just in trying to make their own breakfast. So out of, out of fear of what they could do, that you could not get your own, your own sleep, uh, the damage. They could do a great deal of damage just making breakfast, I'm telling you. But moms, honestly, moms have a unique opportunity to introduce their children to God. Yes, sir. They have that unique opportunity. I, they, I would say this, mothers are by far the most qualified to lead their children to God, to lead their children to Christ, and to be able to introduce them with all that time that they have with them, especially while they're, while they're children. And they already have that open door to be able to tell them the stories of the Old Testament and the miracles of God and the great things that He has done and the love of Jesus Christ and all those sort of things. I think of Paul when he wrote to Timothy... Timothy being a young preacher, he he said this, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee. So he's writing to Timothy. He says, I I remember the faith that you have, Timothy, which which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded in thee also. So Paul says, hey, Timothy, I, I, I know the faith that you have, the faith that you have in God and the faith in Jesus Christ that was first in your grandma and that was in your mother, Timothy, and now has been passed on to you, Timothy, as you begin to do the work and preach the gospel um, as God has called you. I would say this, it would be rare. It would be rare to meet a young, a young child that has an understanding of the Word of God, has an understanding of God and faith and of Jesus Christ that does not have a mother or a grandmother or a father or a grandfather that has instilled that in them, that has taught them those things, that has taught them about faith and has taught them about the Word of God, the Gospel of, hey, listen, I, I, I believe this. I, I do in my heart. I believe that the greatest thing that anyone could ever receive is the good news of Jesus Christ, the Gospel. And I also believe that one of the greatest things that a mother could give their children that would go with them through their whole entire life that my mom gave me was faith in God. Uh, Faith in God. In the Gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. I think of the verse that says, Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. And never starting too young and trying to get the Word of God. And I believe it would continue throughout their whole life of trying and encouraging uh, the Word of God to be instilled in our children and our grandchildren. Because it's that Word of God that builds, builds the faith uh, that they need 
to receive Christ. So this morning, just a simple message. We're going to look at a, a mother in the Bible that uh, had faith and had faith in God. And because of it, her children got to see the power of God at work firsthand. So read with me in, in 2 Kings uh, chapter 4 and verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets to Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead. And thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord. And the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. Oh man, that's... That's bad shape, isn't it? This lady is in a bad situation. She's in a bad place, a bad uh, place in her life where she's lost her husband uh, and now is about to lose her sons, her only two sons, uh, into slavery uh, to pay off these bad debts that she had. And Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in the house? And she said, Thy handmaid hath not anything in the house, save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels. Borrow not a few. And when thou art come into the house, or come in, thou shalt shut the door, Open under, uh, shut the door upon thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out unto all these vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, Bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. And the oil stayed. And she came and told the man of God and said, And he said, Go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. So as I read down through this uh, passage here, The first thing I see is a woman that is in trouble, a woman that's in a really bad situation. She's crying out uh, in trouble, uh, trouble in her home. Uh, She's a single mom. Her husband is gone. She's been left with many debts. And now there are people coming to take her sons. There are people to come to take her sons and to put her sons in bondage. you know, as you read these stories in the Old Testament, you realize that things don't change, do they? Uh, human emotion is still the same, and, and there are a lot of things out there today, I believe, that are heavy on mothers' hearts that will put their children in bondage. There's a lot of things out there today that when they look at the world today, uh, when they look at vice 
and they, uh, they had uh, uh, problems where they say, my goodness, if this thing came and got my children, if this thing came and took my son or my uh, daughter, these things would put our children into bondage. I, I remember this as you read through uh, the Proverbs uh, written by Solomon and And in Proverbs 31, I believe that this was written by Solomon of the wisdom that his mother Bathsheba gave her. He's called here King Lemuel, but I believe that that was, many believe that that was maybe even a pet name that was given to Solomon by his mother Bathsheba, which meant devoted to God, devoted to God. But regardless, as you see what this mother taught this king, she said in Proverbs 31, verse 3 and 5, Give not thy strength unto women, nor thy ways unto that which destroyeth kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it's not for kings to drink wine or or for princes strong drink, lest they drink and forget the law and pervert the judgment of many of the afflicted. You see even back then how... The mothers were worried about their children and, and, and as he, she said, uh, saw the dangers out there that her son would face. Uh, the temptations of maybe the world that would be coming in and the vices of the world that um, mothers have an understanding. They have a, a deep understanding of the dangers for their children, don't they? It starts kind of kind of uh, right it's just naturally starts when just as a, as a baby as an infant and all the way up through they foresee those dangerous things and sometimes uh, i think it's uh, mothers that'll pray the evil away pray those temptations away from their children and praying that god would put a hedge of protection around them and uh, encircling them and praying all those things today we see the opioid epidemic and the society today and I believe that mothers today have a real understanding that evil is not playing games that it's serious and as as, uh, so many have to deal with that with their children it's it's sad and this woman had it uh, so bad that she begins to cry out for help and she thinks of her sons having to be enslaved uh, for these debts that she had. And she begins to cry out for help. And uh, she, she goes to the right place and asking the man of God. And she actually had what she needed in her house, uh, but she never knew it. She had the oil already in the house. Uh, she um, had a pot of oil, and that was all she needed to her surprise. Uh, she thought that this was only a little bit. She only thought that this was uh, enough for a, a short a, a, a amount of time. But as the prophet asks her what is in the house, and she says this, just this small pot of oil. Um, in the Bible, oil uh, represents multiple things. Um, it could have represented or uh, could have mean that it's a commodity uh, showing some personal income. But also, it is, uh, there are sacred oil in the Bible that would be used for anointing, right? Um, for consecration. Uh, oil that was poured on for a consecration as we read the story of uh, Hannah as she consecrated her son Samuel to the Lord. And uh, I, I think that uh, this is, uh, again, a unique opportunity that mothers have to give their, when you think of consecrate, to, to give their children to the Lord. 
Uh, even at a young age and all the way up through, continuing to pray and say, God, I pray that You would use my children. I pray that You would use my child. God, I pray that You would take my t- child. Even, even maybe you're here this morning and your child is away from the Lord, uh, you could kind of sneak it in on them, right? And say, Lord, I'm praying that he is yours, that she is yours. God, I have given them to you and I pray that you would draw them to yourself. I pray that, do you believe that God can work in people's lives as we, as we pray and ask the Lord, even if they seem so, so far away from the Lord, so far away from faith, so far away from God, is it true that God has a way of revealing Himself to them? And I believe this, I believe that many, many of wayward children Many, many of prodigal sons and prodigal daughters have been brought back to the Father's house because of a praying mother. I believe that. And so the power of this, of praying over your children and consecrating them to the Lord. I'm thankful for a mother that prayed with me and prayed for me. And I know still today she prays for me. But this oil in the Bible pictures... The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Um, like the lady at the well, where Jesus told her that the water should be in her, a, a, a spring, a well springing up into everlasting life. I believe that there is an endless supply of oil. There's an endless supply of this living water that is brought in and brought about by the third person of the Trinity. The Holy Spirit, God. I believe that He in your home, He in our hearts, uh, mothers, I believe the Holy Spirit in your heart. You may be here uh, this morning and think, you know what, I, I don't feel like I have enough to give. I don't feel like I have enough to pour out. I, I feel like that my vessel uh, many times is running on E, right? But I believe that the Holy Spirit can be that wellspring. It could be that, that, that spring springing up into everlasting life that energizes us and, and it keeps us going and fills us when we feel empty. Um, this woman only had a little bit, but it turned out to be an endless supply. Listen, so many times in our lives, we think that we need a whole lot to be happy. We need a whole lot to be full even. But I believe that the Scripture teaches us uh, many times that God can take a little and just never let it run out. God can take a little and just make it last. God can take a little and He can multiply it. Kidding. Uh, He can make it go farther than what we ever thought it could go. He can make it go longer and do far more than what we ever had. You know what I find is interesting? Is this lady, this woman here, it's in a bad situation. Uh, She thought she was empty. She thought she had nothing to offer. Would you agree with that? In this situation, she thought she couldn't even help her children. What a terrible way to feel, right? Where your husband is gone and now you can't even help your children. And here she thought she was empty, that she didn't have anything to offer. But by the end of this, this is what I love about this story. By the end of this, she had filled up all her neighbor's vessels. She took what was, what was empty what she thought was empty, and she began to fill them up. Can I say this? That when we talk about vessels, uh, the Bible uses that word vessel to talk about our body, right? Who we are, our person. 
And I would say this, in the world today, especially uh, in, 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 in different ministries, mothers uh, have a lot of pressures on them. They have a lot of uh, uh, things going on with children and all these sort of things. I would say that there would be a lot of mothers out there that feel empty. That feel like they have poured out all that they could pour out. That they have done all that they could do. And here's this one woman who was in the same situation. But she, was, she got a, a blessing from the Lord. She got an answer to prayer. And you know what she was able to do? She was able to have a ministry of filling empty vessels. You say, what do you mean by that? I believe that there is a need um, in the world today of, of filling empty vessels. Filling empty vessels. Seeing people who are just dry, who are uh, poured out, who are worn out, who are empty. And coming alongside of them and giving them some of that water of life. Giving them some of that oil, that anointing oil of the Holy Spirit. Just that, uh, some of the fruits of the Spirit in our lives being able to be offered to those who are empty. There's a lot of people out there who are empty. And I believe that the Lord, if He'll fill us, and He'll fill us mothers, not only will we have enough for our children, but we may have enough for our neighbors. The neighbors who are feeling empty, the neighbors who are maybe in the same boat that we maybe felt at one time, that we, if the Lord fills us up, we would be able to use what God gives us and to pour into their lives and to fill them up and to be able to help them. Isn't that kind of what the, the, that our Christian walk is? Is what we do is we just allow the Lord to fill us, allow the Lord to minister to us, allow the Lord to feed us, and then from that we're able to, out of the overflow, isn't that great? That it's out of our overflow that we can be a blessing to other people, that we can be a help to other people. And here this woman is, she feels as though she's empty, that she's done, she's taken all, she's done all that she possibly can. And by the end of it, uh, she's filled up all the vessels, the empty vessels in her neighborhood. The Bible says that she did it in a certain way, though. I find that it's interesting how that the Lord had her do this, how the prophet told her to do this. He tells her and her sons to take these empty vessels and to go into the house and to what? Shut the door. Shut the door. Jesus taught us to pray that way, didn't He? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 6, But thou... When thou prayest, see, he, he, he had talked about the Pharisees, how they pray. You know, they pray openly so that everybody can see them. And they pray, uh, you know, trying to be seed of men, right? And the Lord said, no, 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 no. But thou, when thou pray, let, let, here, if we take anything away from this message is I believe in the power of a praying mother. I believe that you could go in behind these shut doors and begin to pour your heart out to the Lord. And I believe that from that, there could be a well springing up of everlasting life. I believe that from that, there could be oil enough, not only for our children, but for our neighbors and for many others also coming, even from what is an empty vessel. So they go in behind the door. Her and her sons... uh, Come in behind the door, Jesus says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut the door, pray to the Father in secret. And the Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. 
this woman was a praying woman. She goes in and she shuts the door. And I find it's interesting that her son saw this. Her son's got to see this. Uh, her, this miracle happened where they were going to go into slavery. They were going to be into bondage. I believe that the testimony of many adults today, uh, Lee actually was just given his testimony, and he said, it. I hope I'm not embarrassing you. You were telling me about your mom that had passed and has been gone for 50 years. But he said that he is who he is today because of his mother, a single mom, that gave him a Bible when he graduated uh, from... from uh, from high school and wrote in that and it just never left him. Followed him around. And his mother, a mother that can pray and you say, well, it's not happening now. Uh, Sometimes it takes some time, doesn't it? Sometimes it takes some time to come back around. But this woman, she got to do this and her son's got to see it. Her son's got to see the power of God in the house. And this is something that I think that we can have. I I don't think that this is far-fetched. I I honestly believe that that you can see the work of God in in the church. I believe that. But I believe that you can see the work and power of God in your house. I think you can shut the door and just you and and your children begin to ask God for your needs and to see the things that are coming. And in that, you can see the work and power of God there in your house. This woman was not just one that was a woman of faith, uh, a woman of prayer, but she was a woman of faith. Um, She did what God told her to do. That's faith. To hear the words and do it, right? And so she did that. She, she did what the Word of the Lord said. Go and do. She took the vessels and began to fill them with her vessel. Uh, she poured out. I think of pouring out. That's just like crying out to the Lord and giving it to the Lord. She poured out in prayer. But then, after she had prayed, after she prayed, she moved her feet. Uh, she began to work. She gathered the other vessels and began to pour her oil into them. Again, faith is more than just saying that we believe. But it has action. It's sincere belief which causes action in our life. Only faith. This woman, of course she was desperate too. Sometimes we have to get desperate. Sometimes we have to be, sometimes we have to be totally emptied of ourselves before we ask the Lord to fill us. Isn't that true? But she, she got to a place where she knew she needed help. But uh, it would have taken faith to go around the neighborhood. I mean, can you picture yourself going around the neighborhood? Uh, you know, can I have all your empty vessels? You know, can I gather all your empty vessels? Why? Because I have a little pot, right? That I'm going to start pouring uh, my little pot into your empty vessels. Uh, it took some faith for her to begin to do that, but she did it. And. She didn't seem like she had a lot to offer. She didn't seem like she had a lot with this just this little pot. But I'm telling you, when the Holy Spirit gets in it, the Holy Spirit, He begins to energize us. He's the one that brings the love, right? He's the one that brings the joy and the peace and the faith and the meekness. The Holy Spirit is the one that gives us the strength when we think that we have no more strength. The Holy Spirit's the one that will fill us up. And I believe this will change our house, will change our home, which can also change our neighborhood. And I get to say that her children saw the power and the work of God. Her children, I guarantee, never forgot 
the provision of God. They would have been slaves. They would have been in slavery. They would have been in bondage had it not been for their mothers of faith and their mothers prayer and their mothers action. Uh, I believe that it can change our home. It can change our house. It can change our neighborhoods. And that the boys got to see this great miracle of God firsthand. You know, God still does miracles. God still answers prayers just like He did then. God still meets our needs. God's still our provider. God still fills empty vessels. So as we close this morning, uh, this world, this world needs some godly mothers. Uh, you may be here this morning as a mother saying, feeling, I don't have enough. I feel empty. I don't feel like I have what it takes. I don't feel I have all that I need. Um, there are some things uh, coming for after my children. Some of those things I see, temptations and bondages coming after my children. Uh, we may have to present ourselves to the Lord and begin to pray and say, Lord, fill me with your spirit so that I have the supply, so that I have what it needs. Uh, it may be put, pouring out our hearts before the Lord, uh, asking the Lord to protect our children from those things. And and we'll see the Lord begin to answer these prayers and see the Lord begin to multiply as we do it. And for the children, this is a day to honor our mothers. I think of the verse in Proverbs 31, verse 28, where it says this, And her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and praise of her. So for us, as, uh, for our mothers, we begin to rise for the occasion uh, to bless our mothers. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father God, as we come before You, Lord, we thank You for uh, our mothers and the mothers that You've uh, put into our lives. God, I pray that You would uh, bless them as we've already asked. Lord, we thank You for them. Lord, we pray that You would fill them just like uh, this vessel of oil. Lord, You'd fill them with Your Holy Spirit. I give them what they need, Lord, as they seek You. And, and uh, Lord, serve You. And Lord, I pray that You would uh, just uh, bless them, and lead them, and guide them in all that they do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. We'd love to hear from you and learn how you've been encouraged or challenged by this podcast. Please leave a comment on the Contact Us page on our website or... You could write to us at P.O. Box 641, Springboro, Ohio, 45066. Feel free to visit us anytime that you're in the Springboro, Ohio area.